Hey, 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 welcome to Hashtag with Nabuguzi Chwanuka. This is the place where we help you unravel social constructs, discuss self-development in line with mental health, and everything in between that directly or indirectly affects us in the millennial world around us. My goal is to create a virtual platform for you and I to explore and engage in pertinent conversations society is silent about. What you get out of this is without a doubt a chance for you to have moments of self-assessment so that you can ably jump into your next best season. I am your host, Navuguzi Chiwanuka, a lawyer, founder, stroke team lead of Equate Foundation, an addict and lover of insightful conversations, and a professional unraveler of social constructs. If you're hearing my voice for the first time and are the kind of person who is not scared of being a better version of who you are, even if it requires you to contradict who you were 24 hours ago you made the right choice to come on here because here on this podcast with this platform we keep unraveling the truest version of ourselves to the returned subscriber salute you are the heartbeat of this podcast so we missed each other last week there was no episode because i had to do some emotional recalibration so many of us in uganda are losing our loved ones and last week was just one of the awful ones on my end and before we go ahead with this episode i pray that the souls of our loved ones the souls of those that departed from us i pray that they transition to a better place amen with me today is the jolly and vibrant Auma Julie. She is a yogapreneur and owner of the yoga company Aus Yoga. In this episode, Auma graced us with her growth journey and how she became a yogi. If yoga is one of those things that you fail to understand, sit tight. She's going to just with us in this whole episode, so let's jump into it. Hi, Amari. Hi. <laughs> You're not going to age. You are the people that come out looking like five-year-olds <laughs> and just say, I am 90 years old. <clears throat> Hashtag forever young. Forever young. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Uh, please introduce yourself because yeah, you have a couple of pairs of names <laughs> that sometimes I can't really keep up with. So for this, mm-hmm. this recording, mm-hmm. Who do we have on set? <laughs> well, that depends on the day of the week. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, today is Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. Tuesday. So yeah. on Tuesday, um, my name is Julie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. government name is Julie Auma Majale. Yeah. That is how I am known to the government of Kenya. Yeah. Um, but our close friends who know me from poetry and from my relationship with another poet and writer, yeah. they know me as Amare. Yeah. Um, and people who know me from the yoga world know me as Aus Yoga. That right. is my, um, my company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my company is Aus Yoga. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, um, yeah, with the different people, we have different names. So <laughs> Interesting. So let me tell you, when I first got to know you, it was just Amari. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know at what point when I asked you about the name, I don't even know why I asked you about the name and you told me that's not my real name. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much for duping me. <laughs> I didn't dupe you. I didn't dupe you. It was just not. But yeah, like I said, it's the, as the government knows me. Yeah. Help us understand what the name Amari means. Mm -hmm. So, yes, Amari uh, comes from uh, my poetry. Yes. So, you know, when you're young and you're like, I'm going to be a poet. Oh, yeah? Yes. So, in that, in that state of mind, I had to have a name <laughs> that matches what How I young was do. this? Um, many moons ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, okay. ah, when, when was that? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was a while back. I'd maybe say, is it eight? Maybe even ten. Years ago. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, 10 years ago? Yeah. Okay. Now, when you say 8 or 10, I was scared that by the age of 8, oh. you knew you were going to be a poet. I was like, what? 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 <laughs> you know, I didn't know at the time. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, that many years ago. And so Amari is Latin for lover. Mm. And I was like, I love poetry. So my name should be lover of poetry. I was like, a Mary poeta. Yes. Right. Yeah, right, and I was right, like, yeah. Right, so, right. So, 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 so now people in that world used to just call me Amare. Some called me Julie. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it was in my writing. And with the different voices I had with my writing, also those gave birth to different pen names at the time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I've written under many pen names. Um, Amare poeta. Mm -hmm. There is uh, the Black Widow, who is a strange... She's weird. The Black Widow, she's very, she's strange. She's, yeah, she's just something. I don't know how to categorize her. She's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's the doppelganger who is very much um, me mm -hmm. or, or like the opposite mirror image of me. Like yeah. She's the one who writes when I am not available. Let's call it that. Oh, wow. It sounds like us. Oh, wow. <laughs> when I'm saying it out loud, it sounds, <laughs> sounds what now? Yeah. She's the one who writes for name. Yeah, because, uh, yes, doppelganger, I think, I, I believe it's a German word for like a twin type situation. Yeah, so, like yeah, when you yeah, see yeah, somebody yeah. who looks exactly like yeah. you, but is not you. Yeah, yeah. I do understand it. Very I know. And now you're talking about when you were younger mm -hmm. and you're dating these as, as far as 10 years or 8 years ago. Mm -hmm. Now let's go back. Way before the 10 years ago. Okay. What did you want to be while growing up? Hey, I wanted to be a very accomplished doctor. <laughs> so many yes. failed doctors here. Me, I wanted to be an accomplished doctor. Yeah. Yes, my granddad, or should I call him like my uncle, but essentially my granddad, mm -hmm. um, he was a very famous doctor in Kenya. Yeah. Yes, and he was a orthopedic surgeon. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So people who know the name Majale from way back yeah. will think of him, Dr. Majale. Yeah. So... I heard the stories of Dr. Majal and how he used to do these amazing things. Mm. Uh, but when I came on the scene, um, according to my mom, when I was premature, when I came on the scene, <laughs> yeah, when I arrived, <laughs> stage left. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, and I was young. Uh, my mom told me I was born premature, mm. and she told me I was a very strange-looking baby. Apparently, I was very dark, and my eyes were blue. We missed that. That would have been a sight, yeah. You know how much money you would have been making right now? I would be very fancy looking. I'd be like one of those weird, like, people with the, you know, interesting color pigment on those yes. internet lists. Please take, I know, right? <laughs> I'm not record, yeah? Uh-huh. So, yeah, anyhow, so that was uh, when I was born. And so I was born with uh, bronchitis. Mm. Or, like, I like to say asthma adjacent. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and I spent a lot of time in hospital. Like my first days on this planet was spent in an incubator, according to my mom. Mm. And then after I came out of it, apparently I liked it so much that I kept going back. <laughs> no, <laughs> no that's dark uh, humor. <laughs> I mean, that humor is so dark. Oh my goodness. That's not me. That's that, that's like doppelganger speaking. Okay. She, yeah, she okay. Okay, told you. Yeah. Okay. Anyhow. You're um, kinder? Kind <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, so uh, I was, yeah, I was in and out of hospital because I would get attacks. Like a cat comes near me, it's mm, a wrap. Yeah. Nebulizer. Dust, nebulizer. Anything. Is a rap. Yeah. Laugh too hard. There was a time I laughed too hard, and that's what got me into hospital. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> so yeah, it was basically anything. <laughs> uh, but thank God, it's something that uh, your body is able to grow out of. I later learned when I was pregnant is that when you uh, the lungs are the last like organ to fully form yeah. um, in a pregnancy, and so when you're born premature, you're more likely to have certain. Um, like uh challenges yeah lung related challenges yeah um so uh, but luckily enough it was this at the right time where i could actually grow into it and my lungs could continue developing um but yeah so by the time i was uh, in my early late teens i was pretty much almost there out of it completely i never had like frequent attacks they mm. keep reducing in in intensity so which is thankful and so now i am here no attack since i can't even remember when yeah so yeah is that one of the main reasons, like frequenting the hospital? Mm -hmm. Is that one of the reasons that made you very sure you were supposed to be a doctor? Yeah, because think about it. You know, you're in hospital, um, and yes, because I was young, my mom was there all the time, and mm -hmm. my parents, and my sisters, yeah, um, and my brother. Like they were all around me at some point because they come visit. Yeah, you know, visiting time. Um, but yeah, the people that were there constantly were the nurses and the doctors, mm. and I would see these people, and I'm like. These people are doing God's work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are caring for this girl who keeps on coming back. Eh? Yeah. So, yeah, and I was like, they are really doing an awesome job. So I started learning. Um, in fact, uh, there's a story my mom tells that at, I think I must have been like maybe five, six, seven. Mm -hmm. And apparently the person who was doing my um, my drip, is it called intubating or what? I forget the name couldn't find the vein and so I basically yeah intravenous yeah, yeah the IV so when she's trying to find the IV line and I was like yo let me just do this for you real quick let me just wrap it up like I, <laughs> like I was like I can't deal with this I was like one of those angry I can't see management and cook for myself yeah, 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 yeah. so yeah and I basically told her how to get it and do it quickly and I think it was almost incredible she didn't believe that this was going to happen until I was actually at the point of like piercing and she realized she knows what she's doing so even like when I was leaving hospital, I'd make wait, it a thing uh, where no. I would... Hold, hold, wait, wait. <laughs> Let's first take a moment <laughs> to digest what you just said. So what you are saying mm -hmm. is that you were with a nurse. Yes. Right? And she couldn't find your vein. Yes. And you knew how you could find your vein. Yes. Was this because of what you had seen other people doing? No, at some point, um, and I think people who have had this relationship with anything really, but specifically people who have been in hospitals for a long time, yeah, you basically call it like you're like a doctor, a mutu doctor, like what we say in Kenya, mutu, like a fake doctor or a quack doctor. Yeah, yeah, like, for yeah. lack of a better word, but <laughs> you basically know some stuff, not enough to be trusted with another human being's life, yeah. but enough to know 
one or two, three things should happen. Yeah. And because I was so used to going in there and this thing is happening, I was just like, I, and I, I think I just had an attack. So I was tired. I was, I, I, I must admit, I must have been a bit of a handful. I was not in the best of moods. Mm -hmm. And I was like, look, let me just do this thing really quickly so we can all be happy and move on with our lives. Wow. And so uh, to my mother's amazement, I showed her how to do it. And she did, like, she was like, okay, you can't go let, you can't let a child go this far, no matter how curious you are. Yeah. But apparently I said something that was enough to shock her into realizing that I can't do this by myself. Um, and so, yeah, that happened. And I was actually telling her, I'll only need your help to put in. Because, you know, when you're putting it on one hand, you're only, you're only working with one hand, basically. Exactly. So, and, I, and I'm, I'm a right-handed person. So I told her, put it on the left, and then now we can do this, do that, the other and I'll need your help to put the tape around it when I'm done. Mm -hmm. And she realized, oh, okay, she does. <laughs> and that was how I decided, hey, by the way, I can do this. I think I can do this. So, mm. uh, and my man kept telling me, so I was like, yeah, I'll do this. I'll, helping people has been good because of the help I've received from these nurses and these doctors. Um, really guided me into that belief that they are doing an awesome thing, working with people, helping yeah. people around. So I wanted to be part of that. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'll be a doctor. So we're seeing you as someone very sure mm -hmm. of being a doctor. Yes. But the person before me now <laughs> is not a doctor. Well, <laughs> maybe your skills are Some quack. stuff happened in the middle there. <laughs> Tell us about this stuff. Okay, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, so yes, the doctor dream was alive and well. Mm -hmm. um, so much so even like high school, I wanted to do pure sciences. Yeah. Um, we, call, we used to call them pure sciences. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to get to the point where I do physics, physics, uh, bio, and chem. And I'd be like, yeah. You yeah, know, you know yeah, is that, yeah. you know, when you see a pure science, people are like, what? We call it, do you also call it PCB, the combination? Uh, I think, no, some, we used to call it that, but you know when the Kenyan education ch uh, system changed, yeah, now they started calling it pure sciences. Eh, bougie yeah. things. Yeah, but it's still PCB. Man. It is, it is. <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, so that is what we did. And then I wanted to do that, and my teachers are like, no, we don't do that here. Oh. And my friend, I broke down. I was like, you guys don't want me to we be don't a doctor. Do that yes. They pretty much said we don't do that. Here. And I was so annoyed. I was so angry. I cried. Yeah. I made noise. In fact, I even rebelled. By the time I realized that I can't do that, oh my goodness, I became such a terrible Did human you being. ever feel like maybe I can change schools and pursue my dream? I was like, yes, it could change schools. But then at, I was also thinking, at the time, we had a few issues in the family. And I was like, changing schools is another headache that we don't need right now. Yeah. And I, was, and I had to weigh the cost. So it was either like, rebel, resist, and at least make them regret their decision. Like, you know, not, I will not go quietly into the night kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, was yeah, very yeah, much yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'd accepted it, but I was like, I will not go quietly. They have to pay the price. They have to feel this as bad. Half as bad as I do, yeah. But um, I came to realize that I could actually uh, be able to still do a, medic a medicine course, even though I didn't have um, the all three. Mm -hmm. And when I looked at it, while I was doing well in both bio and physics, the problem actually was chemistry. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah. So. But I loved chemistry, man. Chemistry there's practicals. Something, there's something about it. Chemistry practicals were fine. The the formulas. Practicals were fine. I had issues with the formulas. These other things going on, I was like, wow. <laughs> okay. 
that didn't help. <laughs> the formulas just didn't make sense. How are you adding up letters and coming up with things? Like, what the hell? It's not even algebra. At least for algebra, it makes sense. 4B plus 4B is 8B. Yeah. Mm. But CA, mm-hmm. 4. And mm-hmm. then, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah that, <laughs> was, that was our situation. <laughs> adding up an unexistent letters. You're over there on the periodic table like... What is that thing? And you're actually wanting to act smart that you understand. <laughs> and hey, the results, and then the results come out and you're like, <laughs> education is a lie. <laughs> Where will I use this anyway? Exactly. And you know it's funny because you use it every day. So you're talking about how you realized that you could still do a medical course without... Yeah, so I accepted reality, but I was like, you know, resist to the bitter end. And yeah. I started getting into all kinds of trouble in school. Yeah. Uh, just because... Uh, but just like not enough trouble like to have my parents calling but just enough to be a mild annoyance mm, yeah mm, so mm, i was mm. like yeah 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 my brother i remember he gave me a very solid piece of information before i were left for high school and he said follow the 11th commandment which one is that do not thou get shalt not get caught <laughs> wise words of wisdom to this day he was on to something <laughs> anyhow so I discovered I could still go on with my course. Yeah. But um, I, the stress, the exams, everything, the life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came out and my grades weren't as good. But yeah. there was still an opportunity to join the medical community. So I thought, what is the next best thing? I could do biochemistry, get into research. Like, yeah. what if I was involved in, instead of treating the problems that we have, what if I was like preventing them? So I was like, yeah, yeah, biochemistry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, that's what. And I attended all of one day of school at the JK Watt University. It's Jomo Kenyatta, what, something of technology and something else. Yeah. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. <laughs> Science and technology. Science and may technology probably. may probably, but yeah. They did a lot of good stuff. JK Watt, check them out. Very good school. Uh, yeah. yeah, but, keep, yeah. Keep, it, keep it going and I'll find it. Yeah. Anyhow, so, um, yeah, and I went there. I attended all of one day How of orientation. How do you forget your school, though? I can't oh my remember goodness. that. It's an abbreviation. <laughs> I don't go around Jomo Kenyatta. We say J-Quart. J-Quart is what we say here. J-what? J-Quart. J-Quart. That's J-Quart. what it was called. J-K-U-A-T. Okay. Yes, and they had a campus in, in the very, you know, posh. Okay, here it's time. here. Yes. Jomo Kenyatta University of Agriculture and Technology. That's the guy. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Jake Watt, I'm so sorry. If one of the people are listening, I'm so sorry. But to be honest, I've never paid fees and I didn't have an admission number. So it's good. Anyhow, so oh my goodness. <laughs> I attended all of one day of orientation. Okay. And okay, I, it was just, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go on with that. Yeah. I attended all of one day of orientation, and uh, that is the day I found out. I got a call from my dad, and that call basically wrapped up that uh, my academic career was over. Um, we had had this plan going because getting funds for school would have, could have been an issue. So we had a plan going, and the plan we were hoping to come through mm-hmm. to allow me to be able to enroll at that time. Yeah. Well, did it happen? Because again, life. Um, but then he called me and he was like, "Hey, this thing didn't go through as we expected." And that's one thing I actually really respect my dad a lot. He would tell us how things are. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is like, well, this it's, is what's going on. It's important for parents to be doing that. And I appreciated him for that because yeah. actually that kind of like set set my mind in the right place. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, anyhow, so I found out that that wasn't going to happen and I just started, I started walking out of school. 
I remember we finished the day like normally, like you know, yeah. poker face. Yeah. Finish the day, and then guys were leaving. Guys were going to grab like a matatu to go home, and I was like, ah, let me walk. And then yeah, so I started walking. So this school was in Karen. Yeah. But by the time I realized how far I had walked, I must have gotten almost close to the CBD town center. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like quite a distance. Uh, but it's like my mind had gone into like blank. Yeah, you know, I, I understand. Just, yeah. I very much understand that. Um, but yeah, the whole time I, w- I went through highs and lows, I thought about my plan. I was creating like a new life plan, mm-hmm, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you need to get a job. You need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. Down the rabbit hole. And I was like, okay, plan set. But now let's mourn for what has not happened. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting yeah, the yeah. worship music, you put in your headphones, and mm. you go, yes, you come to Jesus moment. And <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. I can do this. It's okay. I can't be a doctor, but some way, by hook or crook, I'll figure out a way. But yeah. for now, I just need to work and save so I can go to school later. Mm. That was the plan. So started doing uh, a few things here and there. And I remember at the time my sister was working at a telecommunications company. And uh, she was doing, uh, she needed help with uh, data entry. Yeah. So thank goodness I had, or rather God had given me the fortitude to think about doing computer studies in school. Yeah. So I could handle myself around a computer. Um, so she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when everyone had clocked off for the week, mm-hmm. I'd go in like on Saturday, Sunday, it would be me and my sister going in and I would be doing that extra work. So, yeah. you know, the numbers would come in really high, like, mm-hmm, where are these numbers coming from? Yeah. Until one day, her boss caught me, caught us, or rather caught me in the office. Yeah. And I was like, yo. <sighs> I'm just thinking, I hope this doesn't mess my sister up. I hope this doesn't yeah. mess my sister up. But lo and behold, like, well, we do need data, data entry people, so. Whoa, just like that. I'm telling you, God works in mysterious ways. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah and yeah. then I joined that. And then. After I was working there, I started realizing that my job kept gravitating towards um, training. So while I was doing the data entry, I started training the new people coming in for data entry. And mm-hmm. then I was moved to um, like front, cast front, like person to person, in person customer service. Yeah. And then I started pre- training people to do that. Oh, yeah. Then finally, I left there and I went into a different area of the telecommunications. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I started as a salesperson. Before long, I was training people to do sales. So for every department that you were going into, you ended up as a trainer. Yeah, trainer. And I was like, okay, yeah. maybe I'm supposed to be a trainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, get the hint, Julie. Okay, Yeah. so I'll be a trainer. Yeah. Um, then, lo and behold, I found myself at Africa Yoga Project after... Um, that's another different story, but yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, so yeah, I had, yeah. I got pregnant, and after I had my child, I had this thing called uh, diastasis recti. What that means is, mm-hmm. when sometimes when somebody is pregnant, to make space for the baby, the ab muscles actually separate. So they are thin, like uh, like uh, shall I call them? Like they're just t- pieces of tissue that hold the abs together. Yeah, yeah. So the main one kind of separates to allow the baby as much space as they need, okay. because nature is like. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Good yeah. for you and all, but you need to care about the person who's coming. Mm. Anyhow, so nature was like, yeah, good luck, and finally had the baby safely, thank God. Yeah. Uh, and then now I had this thing, and I was like, now what do I do? My yeah. best friend at the time, Sharon, goes like, you should do yoga. Yoga is nice and chill. It will help you, like, to relax. Like, I just sleep better. Yeah. So I tried some online yoga videos. And I was like, ah, okay, yeah. this I can do. This is doable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You didn't find it a little bit complex? Mm-mm. Not one minute? I'm telling you, the, I think maybe the videos I found on YouTube were like not as hard. Amateur? 
Right. I wouldn't say amateur, but they just weren't hard to do. And I realized it was because when you've had that uh, that kind of condition I was talking about, yep. you need very, very, very low impact, very basic, very things to do. Yeah. So I was doing it just at the level that I could, which is why I could manage it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had this brilliant idea. Say, hey, what if you went for an actual yoga class? So you knew of of their existence? No. So that's how I found out about them. You decided to check. Exactly. Right. So I went online and say, where can I do yoga in Kenya? Do an actual class. I was yeah, like, let yeah, me do a yeah. couple of classes before my maternity leave is up. So I went and I checked and I found, oh, there's this place called Africa Yoga Project. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you know, procrastination is bay. Yeah. <laughs> put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off. Yeah. Until yeah. finally I was like, you know what, I need to go and do a Tell class. how you've said it, procrastination <laughs> is bay. <laughs> right. Yes. So I went, and then that day happened to be International Day of Yoga. Their classes were free. Ah, yes. yes. I am that person. <laughs> Who doesn't want free things? Come on. I mean, so I went, I was like, yeah, it's going to be free. I'm yeah, going to see yeah. what's going on. And then, yeah. So I went. Tuesdays at Africa Yoga Project used to be advanced class Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Yeah. That was the schedule we had there that was there at the time. Mm -hmm. So 1 p.m., you'd come together, do an advanced class. Me, I didn't know this. Me, I was just coming for a class. International Day of Yoga. Yeah. Hi, welcome. Sign in. Huh, huh. I should have been clearly when, like, when they asked me to sign a waiver, I should have been like, something is going on. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah went yeah. up, put my mat, and waited to do yoga that I thought I saw on YouTube. <laughs> my friend, let me tell you, the shenanigans that were going on in that class. People were doing things. People were doing things. And I was like, this guy is for real. And then, but the teacher was so encouraged, like, no, 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 there's no such thing as watch pose. Do what you can. Yeah. And so they gave like variations, modifications, mm. and things like that. So I was like, mm. okay, at least I'm still in the game. I'm not like at here, but at least I'm still in the game. But it was just so amazing. You're seeing people strong, like, yeah, balancing yeah. on their heads. You're seeing people and then doing and this, everything. and you're like, what? <laughs> It was the worst class I've ever been to. Oh, it yeah. was the best class I've ever been to. Yeah. It was basically it was all the things. It was the highs, the lows, the everything. Uh, but again, after class, I felt so welcome. Guys were like, yeah, yeah, keep going, doing it, doing it. Doing. I didn't know those are some of my future colleagues in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So How did you get to a space of applying there? I mean, yes. you're going there for a freebie. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then, right now, again, I'm trying. You're a trainer. Mm -hmm. Take us through this, like. How did you get to a space of, now I need to do this as a job? So I, okay, at that time I had like figured out that my life trajectory was training. Yeah. Anyhow, so after the class, feeling all good, you know, all the feel goods, you know, when after you do yoga, you just feel, oh my goodness. You just sorry. feel, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, uh, I don't know, more like a spa thing. Mm -hmm. Even after cursing all through. <laughs> Yeah, I'm talking about my first experience in the yoga class. Mm -hmm. Yes, I remember that very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a feel good after. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah uh, so I came downstairs and I saw that they had like a, an uh, announcement board thing and they were like, yeah, we're looking for um, a mini, an academy and learning coordinator, which is, you know, again, fancy terms for trainer. And yeah. I thought, oh, you're looking for a trainer? I'm a trainer. I'm here. Yeah. Huh? So I was like, okay, I'll do it. I went home. 
procrastination. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, let me look at this thing. So I went online again, and then I found the actual job advert on LinkedIn. And I was like, this can't be a coincidence. Mm. I even me, I can't pretend like I'm not seeing this. <laughs> so I applied. Yeah. And I yeah. said, okay, let it be. What will be, will be. And then I got a call. Hey, you've been selected uh, to interview for this position. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zawa, yes, mm, yes. So, you know, interview process, interview process, interview process. And it was like, I think, like almost like five to seven steps. It was like, do the interview. They gave you an actual piece of work to do, mm-hmm. um, which was actually, I really love that interview process because it wasn't about my papers because I didn't have them. <laughs> and yeah. we had like work experience. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, and then uh, the other, there was a step in the process where they actually gave you a piece of work mm-hmm. to see if you could actually do the job. Yeah. And I was like, yes, thank you, somebody who just doesn't see papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I submitted that, and then there was a process where you basically go and have tea. And I love tea. So we went, had tea that with the team. That is still part of the interview? Yes, because now you want to meet with the people you'll be working with. Oh, okay. So people who are both, uh, who are supposed to be my superiors and people who I was supposed to be leading are together on one table to really see, can you people actually work together? This is why I love AYP though. This is one of the reasons I love AYP. But that's... I, yeah, basically it's you being interviewed by both the person who is your, your N plus one yeah. and the person who you're leading. They are both going to interview you in some level, okay. that's, but they call it how tea did, time. How, uh, mm, so you go have tea, and then you're in a conversation on your table, and basically people just throw questions at you. Any kind random of question. That would be so Random cool. questions. It's not even like, oh, where did you study? How are you sure you're willing for this? It's yeah. like those the most random questions. Like, I think it's almost like throws you off until like you're kind of comfortable a bit. Mm-hmm. Ah, but we had such a good time doing that tea. Yeah, and yeah, such yeah. a good time. Um, yeah, and then... I got the news like, hey, okay, yeah, mute. <laughs> Nini HR is like, yes, and I was like, <laughs> yes. And then because now you know what's really confusing me is that mm-hmm. you aren't really so much into the training, mm-hmm. not, not the training, mm-hmm. yoga practicing itself. Yes. And now, how are you taken in as a trainer? Haha. So. In Africa Yoga Project, with the work that we do, mm-hmm. yes, we are, we are yoga teachers. We train yoga teachers. Yeah. Part of that training, we call them on the mat and off the mat skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, for me, I was coming in as an off the mat Off the mat person. skill. Yeah. Yes. So, my job was to give the off the mat skills. Like, for example, what are the soft and or hard skills they need off the mat to be able to be successful at the yoga t- training they already have? Oh, yeah. So, you could have all the training in the world, but how are you able to... Um, communicate your services, how mm. are you able to deal with people, how are you able to follow their processes, your social media, your emails, how all these things. Yeah. So they need to be a package deal. Yeah. 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 So you have the basis, you have the foundation, you are a yoga teacher. Mm. So how do we like now shape and mold you into what you want to do? Yeah. So for us, we were like now putting that together yeah. as an organization. Yeah. yeah. And so that was going to be my role. And I was going to work now with the lead of yoga training. Her name is Catherine. Mm. Catherine is in charge of the yoga teacher training. Yeah. Now, on here, as people listening, they mm-hmm. don't really... I've, I've realized people imagine mm-hmm. <laughs> what people understand by yoga is you sit down on the mat. 
mm-hmm. and before you know it you're floating in air <laughs> <laughs> or some strange things that you know wizards or witches do <laughs> so please help us understand yoga before you go any further go further help us understand yoga okay. who can do yoga who can't do yoga and mm. you know what it is essentially i think people really need to get into the understanding of there are different types of yoga mm-hmm. i mean i mean the place whereby mm-hmm. I, I i'm you know talking about yeah i i do ashtanga yeah i do power <laughs> yoga yeah i do this I'm like, all credit goes to you. <laughs> so, <laughs> please help us understand yoga. Yoga. So, in the simplest terms, mm-hmm. yoga actually means union. Like union. If you, Google, if you Google yoga, it's like yoga means unity, union. Ah, okay. Yeah, is essentially the term. I think if you look at it, is, I believe in the Sanskrit, it, is, it means union. Mm. Union of what? Well, that remains, that's basically up to you. Yeah. as the person practicing and mm-hmm. is what is what i like to say uh, but yeah i would say it's a practice and this practice again depending on the level of which you are doing it but i would say in its purest form it's a practice of mind body soul basically you as an entire holistic being mm-hmm. yoga is one of those practices that works on all of those levels yeah yeah uh, of course for others they'd want it purely for the physical yeah, yeah, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to be an enemy of progress. <laughs> there are those who are looking it for, you know, they want to use it for healing. Like, I came to yoga because it was the thing that helped me heal yeah. from that particular condition I had. Mm. But now, you see, after I was healed from it, I was like, mm, what else can we do? So, I was like, ah, maybe yeah. we can get a bit stronger. Yeah. Then I was like, okay, I'm getting a bit stronger. Then I was like, oh, I'm starting to realize that even outside, when I'm not doing yoga, there are some yoga teachings that are still staying with me yeah. in terms of how I'm relating with people and even my mental health. Yeah. Yeah. So it became all these things and I started slowly learning more and more about it mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, okay, I'm ready to take the plunge and do a teacher training and become yeah. a yoga teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, that is what yoga is. It's essentially a lot of what you put in. Mm-hmm. And it's also the most, one of the most rewarding practices, to be honest. Because <laughs> you go to the mat thinking one thing, yeah. and then you live with a bunch of things. I mean, how is that not a good thing in any way, shape, or form? The first time, the first time I came mm-hmm. for the class, mm-hmm. it was just something bougie, mm-hmm. slight queen-ish, huh. friend. <laughs> I don't know how many cuss words I used. You used a lot. Let me tell you. I witnessed your practice and I was like, did I make the right decision in writing this chick here? And did you know, I? And you know, like before all of that, mm-hmm. I knew I'm flexible. Mm. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yoga opens eyes. <laughs> I open up. It's, it should be another way of describing it. It's an eye opener. Yoga is an eye opener. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. What? There's that enemy that was next to me and she... What? Oh, yeah. There, the lady she was like, my hip like, wait. <laughs> calm down, please. <laughs> Because what? I didn't ask for help. And then what? <laughs> and I was like, no, she's supposed to have her job here is to help you do this. <laughs> felt so sad for her. <laughs> so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is that is yoga. It's just one of those things 
that when you're in the practice of, you don't realize it when you're doing it. You're just like, yeah, it's fine, I'm moving my body, or I can't do this, or I can't do this. Yeah. And then afterwards, you're like, oh, there are some other things that you're realizing as you go along with it. So mm -hmm. that was one of the things I was like, yeah, this is the thing. Yeah, this is what I need to do. Yeah. And now through teaching yoga, I was able to discover that, hey, by the way, imagine in, in a kind of way in my mind, yeah. I am that doctor. I'm helping people. It's just that instead of doing it in the medical profession of, um, mm, or shall mm, I say, like the traditional, mm. yeah. not traditional, uh, but in the the more mainstream form of medication? No. Yeah, even I'm traditional not, ones are healing. Yeah, no, but you know traditional, <laughs> you think traditional. No. <laughs> or you think traditional. Whichever. <laughs> Range. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but essentially, I was still in in that mode of being of service to people. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. I learned there's a difference with helping people and then being of service to people. So mm -hmm. I came to discover that through yoga. And I'm like, yeah, this is it. This is where I am. That's where I'm doing. Yeah. Now, understanding yoga, like, are there particular types of yoga that you really incline, tend to incline towards? Um, well, well, there's my training, of course, because I was trained in um, Baptist Power Vinyasa Yoga. What's that? Baptist Power Vinyasa Yoga. Why did they add Baptist? Yeah, okay, I'm getting there. Because I know vinyasa, the vinyasa flow, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, uh, Baptist Power Yoga is, um, it's base, it has its roots. Okay, uh, basic, we believe that the baseline version of yoga is Hatha Yoga. Mm. So basically all forms of yoga are borrowing from or are a variation of Hatha Yoga. Yeah. Um, and then now you have other styles or teachings of yoga. So there are lots, there's Hatha, there's uh, Vinyasa as you call mm -hmm. it. There's Iyengar, there's Ashtanga, which mm. you talk about like the eight limbs of yoga. There's Ashtanga practice and there's Kundalini. Yeah. Um, and now we have other emerging practices, uh, people who do hot yoga. Uh, hot? Hot yoga, yeah. Like I've not heard of that. Basically, the room is purposely heated up before you do the class. So the room is purposely heated up for you to go in and then now do the moves. Yeah. Uh, the poses. Yeah, so that's like I hot like yoga. like that's therapy. Oh, that is, it gets in there. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, so in Baptist yoga, um it came from Baron Baptist who his parents oh. were this like traveling yogi type situation mm. and they got to learn a lot from uh like the real greats of yoga. So they came to and they thought, yeah, we can create something out of this. So they created a style and a methodology of yoga which is called power yoga. Yeah. Um Baptist power yoga. Mm -hmm. And now that is the training, the first training I received. So yeah. with the uh, yoga, with Baptist is it, Power Yoga. Is it Baptist Power Yoga or mm -hmm. Baptist Vinyasa that you got? So Baptist Power Vinyasa Yoga. It's it oh. can be a mouthful, okay. but we just say Man, it's just, yeah. Baptist Yoga or Power Yoga. Yeah, yeah. yeah most people yeah, say yeah. like Power Yoga, Baptist yeah. Yoga. They are more so like Power Yoga is all thing. from Baptist Power Yoga Vinyasa. Yes, in yeah, that's that's the experience that I have. For okay. most, when somebody says Power, like you already know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and most of people who I know who are who are teaching Power have their basic training in Baptist mm. Yoga. Um, but yeah. And the reason why we, uh, we say uh, Baptist Vinyasa Yoga is because it's also a practice that is based in breath. Uh, vinyasa is a practice that matches breath with the movements and the poses. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So that was my first training, um, Baptist Power Vinyasa Yoga. And then I did Yod Yoga. Uh, and that's like yoga of the day or your own determination. What uh, is an yoga? abbreviation. Be before, before we go to the Yod, mm -hmm. 
can we at least understand power yoga? Okay, um, power yoga. All vinyasa. right. I feel like it was for me my experience with power yoga. It's just working out. Is that it? It does stuff. Yeah. yeah. Whenever somebody is like, yoga is just chilling, and I'm like, mm, oh no, that's not oh a power. Goodness. That's not a power yoga person. Yeah. Like, automatically, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's very vigorous. I think is the word. At the same time, it's also super. Should I say versatile? Yeah. Because. You can do power yoga as a regular human being. Mm -hmm. We have teachers who are doing power yoga with people living with cancer, people living with special needs, yeah. people like, like anybody. It's a practice that you can be able to modify for so many different people, which is why I think I liked it. Yeah. Because coming into before yoga, I was not the person who worked out in any way, shape, manner, or form. So you had to give me something that I can actually manage. Mm. And one of the things we talk about in uh, Baptist yoga is meeting people where they are and yeah. then leaving them in their greatness. So you want to work from where this person is capable of doing mm -hmm. and then now grow with them and let them experience their own shall I say, power or their own energy and be able to practice in a way that they can serve themselves, their practice and what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very, very, very vigorous. Yes. Mm -hmm. it, no joke. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, as you'd remember. <laughs> Friend. What? Um, but it's set in 11, um, shall I say 11 sequences. Uh, no, we have one basic sequence. It's called Journey into Power. Mm -hmm. uh, just like uh, Shtanga Yoga, you have the primary series, you know, the full primary or something of sort. Um, so ours is called the Journey into Power sequence. Yeah. Um, 53 poses. And then, of course, we either modify change the time like you can do a full glp class in even 20 minutes or under or you can just pick and choose different places of it but yeah but it's designed to be a full body workout like from your head to your toes you're moving something yeah yeah yes. yeah 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 and now we jump to the yod yes yod um so yoga of the day yoga of the day that's the what well that's how it started yeah uh, and now it's your own determination i think i prefer that mm -hmm. and that one came to us from danielle danielle jokinen and um she is who talk about a powerhouse she is one of them <laughs> between her and uh there's also this awesome lady her name is erica jones yeah Woo! those two guys came and they did a training let me tell you, you thought power yoga was something. <laughs> then came yod. Really? Um, I personally define it as if somehow yoga and CrossFit were able to create a child, mm -hmm. that child would be yod. That's the oh, best yeah. definition I can give it. Because you're doing high intensity, but you also still have that now, that nice heat, that staying Probably. power of yoga. And then, you know, you have that process of that just holding and being in class, being in community. Ah, it's just the one. And then it really drives on this community power yeah. of your own personal, shall I say, like your own oomph. Like it really gets you in there present and that's why i love it i love it. yeah yod, yod is b yod is also b really yeah power yoga yod i think i'll rather right stay there. in your power yoga <laughs> no either way you do either anyway way, i'll check it out maybe each practice yeah. has its own very unique thing like for example like i said i'm training and in power yoga in yod i mm. recently got a short training course in yin yoga and even yoga for 12-step recovery yeah 
So each practice of yoga has a very unique, should I say a personality for lack of a better word? And it's not that there is one overarching, like, that's the one. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. That's the beauty of yoga. It's never just the one thing. It's yeah. never just the one thing. So whichever style of yoga somebody chooses to practice, mm. that's a personal decision I leave to them. And, yeah, for me, this is the one I know how to teach. Yeah. But hey, if I'm going to Ashtanga, I go. If I go, to, I just go. And I, and I enjoy myself in that class because it's a thing. Yeah. But for the styles I uh, teach, I teach um, Baptist Pavnyosa Yoga, I teach Yod, I teach Yin Yoga. And yes, I'm yet to have a class, a White Oversar class, although I am qualified to teach a mm -hmm. White Oversar class. Yoga for 12 step recovery. I forgot. Yoga for yeah. 12 step recovery. Yes, that we'll talk one. talk about 12 step recovery. Addiction. It's an addiction. Addiction. No, 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 no. It's yoga that actually um, supports the addiction process. So that one came to us from, um, her name is Nikki Myers. Yeah. Yeah, and she has done amazing work. So she's using the teachings and practices of yoga uh -huh. to support people who are recovering addicts, actually. And so it's not like something that's supposed to be, okay, now you don't need to go for, you know, your regular meetings. No, yeah. no, no, it's something that's supposed to, it's a complementary thing that supports you through your recovery step uh, uh, practice. That's why it's called Yoga for 12 Step Recovery. Yeah. So if you're doing your steps, keep doing them. Don't stop because now you're doing white over side. Mm -hmm. No, it's there to help support you through that process. So wow. yeah, it's also like super awesome. You were able to do that um, at the coast in Kenya at one of the rehab centers. Mm -hmm. And yeah, one of our... Was that last year? Yeah, yeah. Was it? No, it was in 20... Must have been 2019 before oh, things <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> See, the corona year... It's, yeah, it's, we, don't, we don't talk about it. Yeah, we don't count it. Yeah, we don't talk about it. Anyway. Are we even <laughs> out of it? Yeah, it was 2019. Yeah, so we, we were able to do what is called a ladies' seva. Seva means um, selfless service. Mm -hmm. So uh, the ladies at AYP came together and were like, yeah, let's do a service project and let's use our training in White Oversar. Yeah. So we were able to hook up with um, an addiction recovery center called MEWA. Uh, mm. located at the coast and we're able to do their go there get the training and we even actually got some of them to come and do the teacher training so we actually have yeah yes teachers were leading and we're so proud of that and they're doing awesome right that's now. amazing mm -hmm. and now is there a such thing as this person can and cannot do yoga no such thing if you have a body you're doing yoga there's <laughs> no such thing as this is not mm -mm, you for you, uh, if you have a body if you have a physical body yeah that can move in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. You can do yoga. Quite interesting. Simple now, as that. Help us get, you know, this we usually talk so much about mental health on here. Mm -hmm. Is there a way that yoga helps with someone's mental health? I'm saying yes, because yeah. it does help with my mental health. Mm -hmm. And yes, because with the people in the Africa Yoga Project Academy and program, they've yeah. actually, like, we st when we started doing, um, like, surveys and NDR things, mm -hmm. they're actually like, yeah, I feel like I've improved my mental health because of the practice of yoga. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it can. How is yeah. usually the yeah, question yeah, yeah, I yeah, get. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the how, again, is because of the practices that are happening within the yoga whether as a trained teacher or as a, uh, should I say a practitioner or somebody who's just practicing, yeah. like maybe you have no interest in being a teacher, but you're just practicing, yeah. yoga will have an impact for sure.
-hmm. And how that happens is when you're teaching the practices of yoga, for example. Um, Give us some of the few practices that can really have a positive impact on someone's mental health. Okay, I'll use one that is used in one of the, um, shall I say, not necessarily a style, but one of the applications of yoga for trauma. Mm. And we call that on mind-body well-being. Yeah. And there's this one beautiful thing they say that your breath is your most powerful tool. Yeah. Because sometimes people forget to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most natural thing your body does. But when you're in that sometimes place of like clenching up and doing everything, it's just like, it's like you almost forget how to breathe. And yeah. all it takes sometimes is just that moment of Sometimes it's that's like the main difference between what could have happened, which could be something else, yeah. and what you can choose to have happen. Yeah, let's call it. That. I think it's just like you know when you're scared, you're like, <gasps> and, and then it's just like, and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is yeah. very that. So and then in yoga, and we call this thing, we call it the ujjayi breath or a victorious breath. Mm. Uh, it's one of the many, many practices, breath practices that are in a yoga class. So there are very many types. So don't yeah. think it's the only one. There are very yeah, many types. Yeah. Uh, but that's the one that's most dominant in the style I teach, which is power yoga. Mm. So, uh, and this is a breath that fuels you. Its purpose is to move you. Its purpose is to get you there. You know, you're creating your own heat. Yeah. Your own, like, you're really in it when you're practicing Ujjayi. Yeah. And then, if you think of meditation, one of the most direct, easiest ways to meditate is to actually just focus on your breath. Yeah. Yeah. I think many people have this thing that meditation is thinking about some weird, far <laughs> off, unforeseen <laughs> deity. Like, God forbid. <laughs> like, it's just going to be like, do you know how many times you meditate in a day and you're not even aware of it? They don't know. Yeah. So it's just, it's, uh, it's one of those practices that helps you come back to the present. Yeah. Because usually your mind is either rushing to the thing it doesn't know is going to happen or the thing that already happened. Mm-hmm. If you think of trauma, for example, um, and I think, maybe should I say like trigger, trigger warning? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So if you're thinking of something that happened to you in your past, yeah. it is very present for you. You're feeling it in your body at that time. You can't yeah. breathe. You're physically scared, even though there's nothing around you. Yeah, Logically. I mean, I th it makes, when you say it like that, it makes sense. I mean, when I'm telling some stories, I just cry. Like, you're in that moment. tears just yeah. come out. Your body, you start shaking even. Like, yeah. For some, they're like, even like, you'd even like crunch, like even your body language changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when you think about somebody who's going through that, whether it's PTSD, mm. or whether they're just recalling a traumatic moment, or it's come to their recollection, they've been triggered. Yeah. Like somebody touched them accidentally, and it's like, yeah. it's just, it's yeah. a wrap. Yeah. It's yeah. just not, mm -mm. Yeah. 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 you know, that fight or flight response mm -hmm. comes in. And so for us, it's impressive, the most, Available thing for most of us, if we are lucky, if we are still alive, is breath. We all have it. We can all do it. We can manipulate it to a certain extent. Yeah. And so when you call on that, it's available to all of us. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are. You can call on your breath and you can just be like, you can remind yourself that, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Again, with practice, it's not like it's going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so zen. But you can remember like, oh, take a deep breath in. Exhale. And suddenly the situation, in as bad as it was, yeah. you realize it's not happening right now. 
it's not that it never happened, but yeah. right now where you are, that's not what's happening. Yeah. And because you've taken that few breaths, that one or few breaths, however many, to bring yourself back to this moment, you know, okay, it was then. Yeah. It's not right now. Yeah. And that in itself is a big, big milestone in terms of your healing. To know that it is not happening now and to recognize what is actually happening now, what you call being present. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, that's one of the things in yoga. Because in class, when you're trying to hold that pose, you'll be, it's the same thing. You know, your yeah. body doesn't know the difference. <laughs> You are shaking like a leaf. You're like, and you hit the teacher. It's like f bombs, f bombs, f bombs, f bombs. Like, look, who are you to talk? Skinny something, fat something. Three what? You're throwing them like they're for free. How many? But I think I also come to a place of you know what? Relax. Then the teacher reminds you. Breathe. I'm not hearing breath in this class. You're like, oh crap. Yeah, I think that helped me for the very first class because I was like, what the heck? Mm. Why do we keep going back to this position? <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> Your mind is just doing the laps, doing the laps. Sorry, doing the, the laps, doing yeah. the laps. Um, so yeah, and that's why one of the practices in yoga breaths as your most powerful tool is really something important for me, both as a physical level and also like as a mental level. Because yeah. I mean, we know, babe, asthma and asthma adjacent, those of us know, hey, breath. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, not as yeah, easy yeah, as yeah, it seems. Yeah, 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 yeah. But because of that, I've rediscovered breath. Like, mm. even in those times when you get tense in your tight chest, you're able to remind yourself. And that's something I have with me all the time. Yeah. Imagine if I had that knowledge way back when, when me and Nebulizer were be, you were yeah. like, hey, what's up, <laughs> yo? I could could get away with a lot more. It's powerful what my, because now what, the only, the way that I can summarize this, the, what you've explained and the breathing, I feel like yoga, um, what's the word? It, it helps with the practice of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you're in the present moment and what do you work with the present other than, you know, you jolting yourself into the fight or flight, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the best way I can summarize it. Yeah. Being mindful. Being mindful. So, yeah, and even like moving your body. Think of all the benefits you get just by moving. Yeah. A good example is like, for example, dancing. Yeah. Like you can feel as froggy as you want, but when you are just like, mm-hmm, whether you know how to dance or yeah. not, it's kind of like, yeah, it's not mm-hmm. too bad, I'm still feeling good, you know, because your body wants that. And so that's why I love yoga, because it lets you address things at a physical level. And this is something I learned when we were doing the, the Y12SR training. Mm-hmm. It's like when we are dealing with trauma or uh, a lot of mental health issues, especially those that manifest physically, yeah. we, only, we don't deal with them physically. Like you have some sort of trauma. Mm-hmm. Yes, you'll have somebody talk about. That's important, by the way. I'm not saying that. Okay, ditch all your counselors. No, <laughs> please do not. We are not endorsing that message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but because sometimes the effects are so physical, mm. it means you need a physical way to deal with them. Yeah. You need a physical way to feel your feelings. Yeah. You know? And like I think I remember even sometime it was like, Oh, teacher training, 2017, Amboseli. We were doing a class. Yeah. 
and it was an all hips class where you're working on um, specifically the hip joints mm -hmm. uh, because for some reason uh, a lot of people hold a lot of tension or a lot of emotion in their hips what now yeah it's a How? thing it's a thing i at first even me i was like ah! fru fru talk hips like these hips the hips the pelvis the the yeah really? the hips yeah like you How can always that? tell okay take for example if you're feeling tense let's say if you're feeling tense yeah what happens you clench up right mm -hmm. you even your legs lock yeah even your hips are suddenly at attention because at any moment you may need to take off yeah 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 yeah, yeah. or you sit and you want to stay and you're like i'm not moving mm -hmm. you're frozen yeah and even if you want to move and you don't want to even like they won't move at some point you know yeah very that so in some cases yes and then so in that point and me i'm not one of those people oh my gosh i need to share what i'm feeling mm. I'm very, mm. <laughs> it's very it's a, yeah that's a journey for me yeah <laughs> yeah yeah my family members are laughing right now but yeah <laughs> uh but now when i was in that class um, you know, and I remember Paige, she was the one leading a class, Paige Alonson is um, founder of AYP. Mm. And she was talking and she was talking about how it is okay to feel your feelings. You don't have to hide under anything. And my friend, yeah. hey, they were hitting home. Yeah. Hey, the choir you had come to town. When someone gives you that permission, my goodness, it's, it's powerful. Yes. Yeah. And for that, for the, and you know the way Africans are like, what are you crying for? Nobody has <laughs> Nobody died. Yeah. What are you crying for? Are you in pain? No. What's wrong with you? Why are you crying? Well, any African parent gives uh, you the reason to cry. That day on that class, you would think I was in that whaling competition. My friend, they just fell out. I was crying. I was heaving. Like it was such an emotional release. And I was like, hey, what sorcery is this? Yeah. But I was like, I felt complete. I felt like it's a cleansing moment. I was like, yeah. I'm okay now. Like I was so pent up I didn't realize how pent up I was. Yeah. But I was like, okay, it's okay to let go. It's okay to stay. Yeah. It's okay. Like and then they just the tears fell out. I feel I think I even went numb, I think. <laughs> Which is not a good thing, but yeah, and then after that I was like, ah, oh, clarity. I remember calling my best friend Sharon, she like, you sound like vapor, you sound like air. Like, yeah, I'm so yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling I'm feeling light mm -hmm. is the word. Yeah, that was a good class. Yeah. I would have asked you how you keep your mental health in check, but surely. <laughs> That's quite irrelevant. We've gotten all the tips from you. I think you've helped us to understand what it's like to be into yoga and how it helps, you know, someone with their mental health. Maybe you have something extra uh -huh. beyond yoga. Uh, beyond Could yoga. Could it be there? Hey, is, uh... <laughs> something that keeps your mental health in check. Oh, uh, beyond yoga. Okay, yeah. so now let's stop with the yoga speak. Um, but yeah, a lot of normal, what I would call people consider normal people things. Because uh -huh, apparently uh -huh. for some reason, yeah, yoga, yeah, I, I've been accused <laughs> of not being normal because of yoga. Someone, someone sent me, uh, mm -hmm. I think he, he was asking me about my day. And mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to do some yoga practices. And then he sent me a short video of, mm -hmm. there's a funny Ugandan kid. Mm -hmm. His name is, I've forgotten the name. Mm -hmm. He's just so funny. He was like, are you Ugandan? Mm -hmm. Doing yoga. Mm -hmm. Have you mopped the house? <laughs> Have you done the dishes already? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, get out of my face. <laughs>
Did you wash your clothes? Did you wash your clothes? Have you swept the compound? <laughs> hey, Africans, we, we do a lot. But you know, the funniest thing is, yeah. do you know they're finding evidence that yoga actually originated here in Africa and not in India, as most people believe? Tell us about that. Yeah. Even us, we were like, Haja, Haja, what, what, Ati, who, where, where? So they're finding evidence mm-hmm. that yoga started originating actually in, um, in the en- empire of, did they call it the empire of Kush, which is, I think now modern day, like, uh, should I say Ethiopia, um, Egypt, like basically mm. that very much in Sudan. Yeah, Sudan. Yeah, yeah, very much in that area, like, you know, mm. there's really ancient, like, should I even call them pre-ancient civilizations, yeah. that they had a practice that if you looked at today, you would call it yoga. And so they are finding like research and realizing that oh by the way these guys were practicing yoga. So right now we have um, a style of yoga they call it kemetic yoga, which oh, is kemet. Ba- yes, kemet. Oh, kemet. Yes. Hashtag <laughs> if you know you know. <laughs> yes. So there yeah. is kemetic yoga and there are people who are also calling or rebranding it as African yoga. And there is mm. an awesome guy is called Pablo Imani who came to actually AYP and he did like a nice workshop and we were able to yeah. learn so much. And he gave us also tools like, yeah, go read for yourself, find out for yourself. Yeah, some things go find out for yourself. So I'm going to put the onus on you guys. If you think that yoga is a foreign thing, (laughs) go and read about it. Go and check it out. Just go find out for yourself. You don't Um, have to worry about the compound. Yeah, eventually. Or you'll have a child who will clean it for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what? What an intention. What? 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 But it's so mean. There's How nothing so mean as knowing as you can send someone around to sleep. <laughs> Maya, if you listen to this and you're a grown woman, I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> so is there that thing that no you called it the normal people? Yes, so normal people stuff. Um yeah. well it's very important to um recognize, um and I think is the word recognize. Okay, I'll say this. Yeah. It's very important to understand how you process your emotions mm. because i can go here on self-care like oh my gosh i need to do like a face mask or yeah. blah 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 or i need to do some yoga blah blah blah, yeah. blah blah i can be all up here with all this stuff yeah which is nice yeah it's good mm-hmm. if it works for me if it works for me if it works key note if it works for you yeah so for some of us, it is yoga. For some of us, it's exercise. Yeah. For some of us, it's music. For some of us, it's getting out there and meeting with friends. I've for been some waiting for us, you to talk about food. <laughs> it was coming. <laughs> it was coming, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for some of us, it's being around family. It's, mm. they are so made, like, how do you process your emotions? If you can get some sort of basic understanding around that, and then guide it to the self-care that is best for you. And self-care doesn't look the same for everyone. Doesn't. It doesn't. For some of us, self-care is means I drop everything, I do nothing, I close the windows and I pretend no one's home. Some people do manicure. Go do your money, Peggy. Yeah. Do your life. Me, for me, I like I like you actually coming to food. I like <laughs> I like doing this sometimes. I take myself out. Yeah. Like I treat myself. I mm-hmm. dress up. It's a it's a production. <laughs> it is a production. Let me tell you. I wake up, I dress myself, and I take myself out. Eh? I get myself an Uber. <laughs> I, I take myself somewhere that I want to eat. 
I wouldn't do that. And I sit down You're and right. I say and ask the waiter, surprise me. <laughs> if it is well cooked, it's going down. And then we talk about some suggestions. We make a decision. Yeah. Food appears before me by the magic of culinary skills. Yeah. And I eat and I eat and I eat and I eat and I eat. And then I watch some random YouTube video. Mostly it's usually true crime, which I find, I'm not sure why. Yeah, it usually has something market, to. Market, market, yeah. Not to say the name. Yeah, yeah. But you know. <laughs> I liked her. If you're listening, you know her and you know him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tempted to say something. Say it. Or acts, or acts of violence against the like button. So yeah, we have marketed them without marketing. <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and I watch like one of those short clips, mm. uh, and then I pay my bill. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so sorry. How do you find? I don't know why. I don't know why. It's just. Is this one of those things? <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't find therapy with those guys. <laughs> what? I don't know. I think maybe it's like the cadence of their voice or their like their antics. I don't know. Because anyway, I hearing th stories about bad things happening to people should not be <laughs> comforting in any way, shape, manner, or form. Or maybe they remind you, hey, I'm in a better place. Eh, I'm okay. <laughs> Life is okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. maybe. Um, but yeah, so I watch one of those videos mm -hmm. and then I return myself to my home. Yeah. And I continue with life. Like, okay, now what next? Yeah. Every once in a while. I don't set like it's going to be monthly or what. Mm -hmm. But every once in a while, like, I'll just... When you feel like I'll it. just be like, hmm. Yeah, I need to go do this. Yeah. I plan my time. I take a day. And usually, I like to go to places where I wouldn't randomly run into someone I know. Yeah. Like, this is my me time. Don't yeah. It is very much that. my me time. Yeah. And then other times, now I want the whole crew. Because now, you see, I've discovered that place. Like, usually, I tell people, there's this place. You're such an influence, by And the then way. now we all go, and then now we all have I a meal. I need to work on that. And we make noise, and we laugh. I need to get into a practice of, yeah, I had you, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I need to heal from you. Did you? <laughs> ah, but I thought we decided we are going on a retreat. I thought we decided we are going. <clears throat> <laughs> you're not going to. You're not going to have the whole world watch me. <laughs> Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence and vibrant self. Yes, we need to be talking about the Awus Yoga classes. Ah, yes. Can anyone check in so, from any country? Mm -hmm, yes, of course, time mm -hmm. allowing. Um, yes, so um, I have a company. I've always wanted to say <laughs> Look that. Look at yourself. Like, it's always been like, I think I'm, oh my gosh, I'm an entrepreneur. A yoga ah! company. Yes, mm -hmm. so uh, my company is called Aus Yoga Kenya. Yeah. Yes. Look at yourself. Yeah. Yes. And we do yoga classes. Yeah. Yes. By we, I mean me and myself. <laughs> the many selves. The, the many, many selves. people in you. Yeah. Uh, no, but anyway, Aus Yoga is a yoga company. Mm -hmm. We do retreats. Yeah. Shout out Watamu Tree House. Yeah. Yes. You um, have to pay for that. My goodness. <laughs> my goodness. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. If you're ever wondering, like, come to Atamu Tree House, that place is amazing. We've held many retreats there. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, Aus Yoga does retreats. We do um, online classes because we have gone in the time of Corona. Yeah. But thank goodness for, you know, internet connectivity. Mm -hmm. We can actually practice together. Yeah. 
Um, yes, so I do classes and I also write about yoga. Yeah. So I'm a poet, I'm a writer. So how do I put that into the things I love? So I also write about yoga and yoga related topics. Yeah. Um, and so that is something you can come to. Um, on the internet streets, you can find me at Ausyoga KE on yeah. the Instagram, Ausyoga Kenya on the Facebook, even on the LinkedIn for those of us professionals. Um, Aus Yoga, Aus Yoga, Aus Yoga. Yeah. I also have the website, mm -hmm. which is ausyoga.co.ke. Aus meaning A-U-S-Y-O-G-A. Yeah. .co.ke. So with all the platforms that you've talked about, mm -hmm. someone can easily book into a class? Yes, we can chat. Um, usually we have when a you, conversation. When you say Aus Yoga Kenya, mm -hmm. um, does that give an allowance of people from other countries? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. have classes with you. Of course, like I said, I'm not an enemy of progress. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so um, yeah, of course, time time allowing because I have slots that are available, mm -hmm. and usually either we'll do a program for a certain amount of time, yeah, or um, we'll do something else. Because like, right now we've just done road to 108 sun salutations, yeah, where. For on the 21st day of June, International Day of Yoga, yeah. we do Sun Salutation A on repeat. All that content is on my socials and you can follow that and how that went. Yeah. And then so coming up now, we are working on a retreat coming up in October. But between now and then, I also have slots available where yeah. we can practice together. And we can even just in basically talk about yoga. So if you feel like you can only reach because you want to practice or you're just curious, like, yeah, let's have conversations. Mm. If you're curious, if you have a question, if I'm able to answer, I will answer. If I am not, I know people. <laughs> Someone somewhere has the answer and you will find them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. Thank you. I'm finally on hashtag. <laughs> <laughs>Come to the end of episode 36 and my takeaway from this episode is that practicing mindfulness is important for our emotional and mental well-being thank you for tuning in to another episode of hashtag we Chwanuka. if you loved what you heard make sure you subscribe to hashtag with Chwanuka in your podcast platform of choice and share it with your friends call them let them subscribe let them know that this is the kind of yeah i'm gonna be vain tell them that this is where they're supposed to be tell them that this is the content that they need and feel free to also share your insights about what connected with you in this episode on social media and be sure to tag us we are at hashtag on facebook and instagram and on Twitter, our handle is at HTNK Podcast. When you're looking for us on Twitter, HTNK is all caps lock and podcast is all in small case. But it's all one word, at HTNK Podcast. Those that want to go the traditional way, you can reach us on our email, hnkpodcast at gmail.com. We shall be waiting for your reviews and suggestions. I don't know what you want to hear. You can let me know. Tell us. Tag us. Let us know which guests you want us to bring back. If you want Aoma to come back, tell us. If you just want to hear her laugh, tell us. We shall bring her back. <laughs> Until next time, catch you in the next episode.